Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, May 23rd, 6.04 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up five and a quarter at 7.84. December corn up six and three quarters at 7.38 and three quarters. July soybeans up six and a quarter at 17.11 and a half. November beans up eight and a half at 15.30 and a quarter. July Chicago wheat up 24 and a half at 11.93 and a quarter. July Kansas City wheat up 23 and a quarter at 12.76. July spring wheat up 18 and a quarter cents at 1297 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, uh, leave me a rating or review. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave me a comment. Let me know what sort of planting progress or lack of progress is occurring in your neighborhood. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. You'll get my morning email before 6 a.m. Central every day. That email includes a ton of charts, graphics, weather info, grain marketing recommendations. Uh, This deal includes my subscriber-only videos. I do a new subscriber-only video every single business day. I did one on Friday regarding the gas and diesel situation, uh, the enormous rally that we've seen, record high prices across the board, discussed kind of uh, my thoughts, how to navigate this, ran through some charts. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, uh, sign up today. It's 50 bucks a month. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. I promise. Lots of headlines regarding um, Ukraine, grain production prospects, that sort of thing. Spring wheat planting in Ukraine is nearly complete. The country's ag ministry said that 98% of that crop has been planted in regard to intended acreage. Uh, They said that that the country's spring acreage in total uh, will be 14.2 million hectares, which would be down 26% from last year, 16.6. So you're talking overall spring acreage down 26% from last year uh, as a result of, of the invasion, all that stuff. Uh, Whatever sort of of harvest or crop is produced um, this fall is likely to face significant issues, of course, in regard to logistics. Ukraine's Black Sea ports remain shuttered as fighting continues. Uh, Just this morning or uh, late yesterday, Zelensky discussed using Baltic Sea ports, which would, of course, involve uh, moving grain, I believe, via rail through Poland or other European countries. Zelensky says that they have been in talk talks with several countries in order to establish corridors for grain exports. Now, Russia kind of responded to this and said that they are not the source of the problem in regard to grain. They continue to deny any responsibility. So there will be some grain produced in Ukraine the way that it looks right now. It's going to be less in regard to spring crops, uh, the winter wheat crop uh, still in the ground. But how do you move this grain out of the country? That remains the big obstacle. And even if they do establish some sort of grain corridor, I mean, it's still going to be inefficient because uh, you're going to have to move uh, the grain via rail uh, through Europe, and that's just not the best way to do it. I mean, you look at the map, and it just makes sense to to export it through the Black Sea, which is not possible uh, as of right now. Large money managers continue to hold hefty net long positions in the row crop markets. As of last Tuesday, uh, funds were net on the week. Funds were net buyers of a thousand contracts of corn, fifteen thousand soybeans, and fifteen thousand SRW uh, wheat. Now, these numbers on my screen here are old news because I think there was some heavy selling. 
uh, late last week. But in any case, I mean, funds are still historically very heavily long the corn market and the soybean market. Uh, this SRW wheat position at 31,000 contracts is pretty hefty, although I would imagine that this is uh, drastically different in real time here this morning. Uh, those CFTC report of, reports, of course, are delayed by a few days, and there was some heavy selling in the wheat market late last week. Some parts of the Corn Belt will be quite a bit wetter this week. You've got this band from Texas through Oklahoma, um, eastern part of Kansas, uh, that'll make its way into western Missouri, almost all of Iowa, a good chunk of southern or southeastern Minnesota, Wisconsin. A lot of those areas will see up to two inches of rain or more over the next seven days. Um, the accumulation begins kind of in the southern plains here, uh, maybe today, tomorrow. It'll make its way up to Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin by later this week, maybe Wednesday, Thursday uh, into Friday. So there's still going to be kind of a window here for uh, crops that need to be planted. A lot of the central and eastern corn belt you look at uh, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, uh, mostly on the dry side, you know, up to an inch of rain at most here over the next um, seven days. And then the Dakota is fairly dry here over the next seven days, just some scattered stuff up to an inch, inch and a quarter. Uh, Nebraska, mostly on the dry side. So kind of a mixed bag here. I would imagine when... Um, USDA releases its crop progress report this afternoon. You see another big bump in corn and soybean planting progress. The six to 14 day maps are pretty wet. So if you get to a, a situation where you're planting crops really late, uh, this is not really a good looking deal for you. If uh, your crops have been planted, uh, maybe the rains will be welcome. So kind of a double edged sword there, maybe. COVID issues in China persist. Beijing reported a, a record number of new cases in regard to the latest outbreak there, and that's the country's capital, of course. Uh, nationwide in China, cases are slowly shrinking. Concerns regard, regarding broader lockdowns or more lockdowns, reduced economic activity uh, in regard to Beijing in particular are growing. Millions in Shanghai have been confined to their homes for weeks. Uh, social and economic costs here tremendous. Uh, this is of concern to us, of course, because China is such a big importer of so many things. Things, uh, crude oil and soybeans, maybe most notably here. Uh, USDA projects that Chinese soybean imports in the new crop marketing year will increase by, I think, 8%. And if this continues for long enough, could that number be in jeopardy? Could it be too high? I suppose that's a possibility, probably a little bit premature to say that, however. Indonesia will resume palm oil exports today after a three-week ban. So initially, they announced, I believe it was April 21st or April 22nd, that they would ban palm oil exports effective uh, April 28th. So the ban, the ban was in effect for three weeks. Uh, they've got some measures in place here, though. They're going to use a domestic market obligation policy. So if you are a producer or exporter of palm oil, you will be required to sell a portion of that product domestically at a given price level, and then you can export the rest. So there's some uncertainty, I think, regarding these new rules, and they've made exporters just a little bit skittish or hesitant to maybe um, make any really large sales. So some are reading this as being uh, maybe even supportive of the global uh, vegetable oil markets, you know, soybean, soybean oil. Uh, Indonesia, of course, is the world's largest producer and exporter of palm oil, which is the most widely used edible oil uh, in the world. Soybean oil would be second. We had a cattle on feed report on Friday. It was maybe a little bit bearish. Cattle on feed came in at 102, and that was about what was expected. That was the highest uh, May 1st on feed number since records began in 1996. Uh, placements were higher than expected at 99. They were looking for 97. Marketing's 98, about on par with expectations. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is a full handle lower. The S&P's up 46. The Dow's up 342, attempting a recovery again in the stock market. Bonds are off. Precious metals are higher. Crude oil is up about a dollar. Everybody have a great week. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.